Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast. I'm your host, Danielle, and this is episode 51, Should I Have a Car in Walt Disney World? Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening in today. We are officially over the hump after our first 50 episodes. So here is to 50 more. And I want to start out by asking you a favor. If you are a listener of the show, if you've listened to some episodes and got something out of it, if it's been helpful to you, please consider wherever you listen, leaving a review. They are super duper helpful to let other people find the podcast. Um, that are looking for this kind of content. So if you could take a second just to rate it, to type out a sentence or two saying why you love the show, that would be so very helpful and so very awesome. I'm going to start reading reviews um, on the show so yours can be read and shared. And I so appreciate you guys. So let's get to our first review. So this Apple podcast review is from Amy J. She says, Danielle planned our last Walt Disney World trip and made it so easy and fun. She knows all the tips and hideouts for the best food and rides. Hands down, the best Walt Disney World guide ever. Amy, thank you so much for your kind words and taking time to leave that review. And again, if you all are listening and take a few seconds to write a review wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it might be, um, I'll definitely read those on the show and super thankful for those. All right, so today we're talking about kind of a hot topic, one that a lot of my guests traveling with Fantastical Vacations ask me, do I need a car? So let me kind of be upfront with my experience and where I'm coming from from this. Every time I have gone to Walt Disney World, I have had my own vehicle there. I live just a little south in Nashville, Tennessee. So for us, it's like a 10, 11 hour drive. There are children. There are lots of things. Um, Thinking of trying to get all the stuff on the plane a little stressful. We just always end up driving. However, in about a month, I will have my first flight to Disney World um, because I'm going solo. I'll be flying into MCO. And so I'm excited to do that to kind of get the experience, figure out some of those logistics to better help guests in the future. So what I'm going to be sharing today are reasons that I think it's really helpful to have a car. But on the flip side, if you don't have a car, how can you get around this? And there's a lots of ways around it. You can listen. I've got some cost for you as well to consider and then decide what's going to be best for yourself, your travel party, whatever it may be. All right. So first thing I want to share is that I looked up kind of a week during spring break here in 2023, going from a Sunday to a Saturday. What would it cost if I rented a car? Okay. So kind of average estimate looking at just a regular sort of mid-size vehicle, you're looking at about $580 to rent that car. 
Okay. Now, recently, Disney has made you having a car on property a little bit better because now parking is free at Walt Disney World Resorts for guests. So that is a huge perk. Um, It used to be anywhere from $15 to $25 a night. So that was sort of an extra cost you'd have to figure up. Um, But now, if you're staying at a Disney hotel, you get free parking at your hotel resort as well as free parking at the parks as long as you've got that valid park ticket for the day. So now that you don't have those added costs, that can really be something to consider when you're deciding if a car is right for you. Okay, here are my reasons why I really like having a car down there. All right, so if you are driving in, obviously you're not having to deal with the whole airport issue, but let's say you're flying. I feel like that's where this question really arises. Like, should I be renting a car? Should I not? So if you fly in, you've got to get from the airport to Walt Disney World. Now, the nice thing is you have a lot of options here, but I really like that flexibility. You know, if I rented a car or if I chose to drive instead of fly, I can get myself right to my destination. If you're not wanting to deal with the cost of rental car, here are some of your options. You can Uber from MCO, that's Orlando International Airport, to Disney World. You're looking at probably about 40-ish dollars. Again, that's if you're just in a regular vehicle. Vehicle, nothing specialty. You also have to think about well, what if I need car seats, that sort of thing, calling that up with your Uber. So about 40 bucks. If it's just you, that may be a little steep. However, if you are, you know, flying in with people, you can split that cost. That's not awful. You also can look at some bus services. So Mears Connect is a bus shuttle service that works with Disney that's going to get you from the airport to Walt Disney World. That cost is $32 per adult round trip, a little bit cheaper for kiddos. So they'll pick you up morning of when your flight is coming out and you can get back to the airport if you need to do that. Now, this $32 is for the basic service. And again, that's the cost here in early 2023, definitely subject to change. They also have like a direct service that would take you specifically directly to your resort, but it's going to cost more. With this $32, they could be stopping at resorts nearby yours, and you may not be that first stop. So that's something to consider. Another company that I like working with is Away We Go. So this is more of a private shuttle service. They can take anywhere from two to 11 people and it's 180 round trip. So again, if you have multiple people in your party, especially a larger party, that's the way to go. They're going to schedule with you specifically when you want pickup for an extra charge. They'll also let you do one stop on the way, which I'll talk about in just a second. Um, So that's another great company to consider. There are others out there that are private services that can get you from the airport. But you know, when you're considering, do we rent a car? Do we take one of these services? It's just something you're going to want to think about. All right, next thing I love having a car for is groceries and amenities, things you might want to pick up before you get into the Disney bubble. Because we all know everything costs just a bit more in the Disney bubble. In that Disney bubble, there is no grocery store. There is no Target for you to go to. You're going to have to go out into Orlando if you want to do those things. So if you want to bring in, you know, snacks, a case of water, stuff that you don't want to have to buy on Disney property, having a car is awesome. 
Now, if you don't have a car, what can you do? Well, I mentioned with some of these shuttle services, they will let you do a stop on the way. You could run in and do a grocery run. Um, Amazon delivery, Amazon Fresh will deliver those food items directly to your resort. Um, You can go pick them up. Please note, Disney, I don't believe, promises any kind of refrigeration. So you might want to wait and have those delivered when you're already at your resort um, and can grab anything you need and take it to your room Um, or you know if there's necessity items that you need like you run out of diapers and you don't want to buy the ones at your resort you know store that's up there gift shop then you can have Amazon deliver some of those go that route if you need food that's not Disney food for some reason I'm talking fast food Uber Eats and stuff like that will still deliver to your Disney resort Um, you'll just have to you know schedule that be sure you can find them and do whatever you need to do So ways around it, but that can be a big money saver if you can get some of those off-property groceries and things. So that's a reason I like to have a car. I'm able to go and grab those if I need them, but definitely great workarounds um, in this day and age if you need other things. Okay, next benefit of having a car is getting to the parks. So here's the thing. Disney transportation is awesome. Depending on where you're staying, you've got options to ride a bus. If you're at any Disney World hotel, a bus is coming, okay? You may be on the Skyliner route that you can take to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. You may be on a boat route from Wilderness Lodge over to Magic Kingdom, or you may even be at a walkable distance, to one of the theme parks if you're staying at a deluxe resort. So having a car to get to the parks is not at all necessary. Here's the reason I like it. The bus schedule, while they do come often, okay, especially if you're staying at a value or a moderate level resort, they know there's lots of people there. They know, especially in the mornings, that you want to get to the parks. However, you just don't know exactly when they're going to show up. And if you're trying Trying to rope drop to get to a park ASAP or you have a dining reservation, um, having your own vehicle there can be super helpful because you're in control. You're not having to walk to the bus stop. You're not having to wait for the bus. You're not really needing to get to Magic Kingdom, but you see the Animal Kingdom bus and then the Epcot bus and then the Typhoon Lagoon bus and you're like, where is the bus I need? So it can be super nice. Again, parking is free at the theme parks as long as you have a ticket for that day and you're staying on property. So it's not costing you any extra money and you really just have that control right there in your hands. Now, if you don't have a vehicle and you need to get somewhere sooner than later or you want a rope drop and the bus is just not coming fast enough, you can absolutely take the Uber or Lyft option. There are also minivans. So this is like your Uber Lyft service, but it is operated by Disney cast members. They are a little on the pricey side, but this can be a nice option. Now, something to consider though, if you're wanting to get to Magic Kingdom and you drive your own car. Magic Kingdom is a park where you don't park and you're, you know, headed straight to the entrance. With Magic Kingdom, you actually park at the Transportation and Ticket Center. And then you would either have to take the boat or a monorail across the lake to get to the entrance of the park. So that is extra time. If you are on the Disney buses, though, they're taking you right up to the entrance. So 
that for that park especially if you can hold out and take the bus you're just going to get to the front of the park a little bit faster than if you're driving and going that route okay and then lastly and honestly one of my favorite reasons to have a car on property is if I'm dining at other Disney resorts so this is where using Disney transportation gets tricky okay if you're trying to get from your hotel to a theme park I promise you like I said there's always a bus or a boat or a monorail or a Skyliner I have an episode back in the early archives um, all about how do I get around to Disney World so that will not be a problem to get you to and from a theme park it gets a little tricky if you want to go from your hotel to another hotel let's say for dining I should also add getting to Disney Springs no problem buses from every hotel to Disney Springs and back okay but if I'm staying at the contemporary and I really want to go eat over at the Wilderness Lodge well a bus is not going to take me from the contemporary to the Wilderness Lodge now here it's not a big issue I could walk over to the Magic Kingdom Park and I can get get a bus from the park to Wilderness Lodge and then when I'm done with my meal at Wilderness Lodge I would have to get a bus to Magic Kingdom and walk so that's not a huge deal because the contemporary is right beside a park all right but let's say I'm at the all-star sports resort I'm gonna have to take a bus from all-star sports to either Disney Springs or or to one of the theme parks, and then take a bus from there to this resort where I have dining. So now I'm waiting on multiple buses, and I'm definitely giving myself at least like an hour and a half for transportation. And it very well may not take that long, but it could. And you don't want to be late for your dining reservation. So this is another, this is really the main time that I think having a car is super valuable, just getting around in that route. You can absolutely use the Uber, Lyft, minivan service to expedite this, but that's just added cost. So this is really one where it comes down to time versus money. What's more important to you? saving the money and maybe spending an hour and a half to transport again probably not that long but you just want to be safe or saying let's get an uber and take the 15 minute drive over there and just pay for it if you're not planning to do a lot of dining at other resorts this isn't really a big deal if you're going to dine in the theme parks or just dine at your own resort or resorts close to you or if you're on a meth another method of Disney transportation okay if you're at a monorail resort that gives you access to three resorts total the one you're at and others so Polynesian Grand Floridian um, and Contemporary all those are a quick ride you've got access to all of that if you're over in the Epcot area Beach Club Yacht Club Boardwalk those are all right there in walking distance um, so you kind of give yourself some more options if you're on the Skyliner so if you do want to dine at these other places, maybe consider one of those resorts so you have a little bit more access to some other locations. All right, and then last thing I want to mention, a benefit of having a car down there in Orlando is if you're visiting other Orlando attractions. So lots of people like to do Disney and then hop over to Universal. Well, how are you getting to Universal? Universal actually will offer transport from Disney 
over there to them and back if you need it. Um, you obviously have the Uber and Lyft option there, but you know, that is at least a 30-ish, 40-minute, sometimes more drive, depending on when you're going. You've got to think about that Uber cost. And so if you're going to be going back and forth between destinations, I think it's another big benefit to having a car. So back to the top of the show, we did say renting a car for early 2023, kind of a week at spring break, we're looking at close to $600. But if you're going to be using these Uber and Lyft services and you foresee having to kind of hop around a lot um, or utilizing those to get somewhere quickly, then you really want to consider, is it worth it having a car down there versus the cost of all these ride shares and other things I might have to do? This also could be something to consider if you're within driving distance and you're considering driving versus flying because airline prices we know are kind of all over the place. And obviously, the reliability of getting somewhere could be up in the air, literally. So I hope this episode just gave you some things to consider if you are contemplating, do we fly? Do we drive? Do we rent a car? Or do we not? Regardless of what you choose, I hope you heard in this episode that it's great to have a car. It can save you some time and money. But also, Disney's got your back and can get you wherever you need to go if you're willing to wait, put in the time that might be needed, um, and use the transportation that they provide. So as always, thank you all so very much for listening. If you want more tips, please subscribe to the podcast, go back and listen to some of our previous episodes. And I would love for you to reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. If you have questions, you can find my links for those down in the show notes. And if you need help planning your own fantastical vacation, I would love, love, love to assist you with that at no charge to you. You can email me at Danielle Robbins at fantasticalvacations.com and find that info in the show notes as well. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye.